Welcome to the Hello Divorce Podcast. I'm your host, Erin Levine. I'm super excited to share with you my top insider tips for divorce, including actionable steps in bite-sized pieces to lowering the cost, conflict, and confusion surrounding your divorce so that you can move on to that next awesome chapter with peace of mind and your financial and emotional integrity in check. Well, hello, everyone. It's good to be back. I wanted to use today's episode as an opportunity to talk about some of the things I've learned about the divorce process in the past 15 years since I've become a divorce lawyer and then in the last three years as the founder and CEO of Hello Divorce. And one of the questions I always get, especially from media platforms and journalists, is what are the causes of divorce? Which I always find really interesting because that's not really my job, right? I'm not really there to determine why someone is getting divorced, but really how to help them manage the divorce process in the least painful way possible. But what I don't get asked a lot is what it is that I've learned about how people negotiate, how they move through the process, what emotional triggers come up, and that kind of thing. So I thought I would use a short episode to share, and I'd love to hear from you if any of these ring true, if you've had similar experiences, if you're maybe an exception to the truth, um, or any other feedback that you might have. So let's start with number one, and that is that in my experience, women tend to be the first person in negotiation to agree to give up something or to offer to give up something that they want or need. Now, I'm not saying that women are therefore that much more generous. In fact, I've had tons and tons of male clients throughout the years who have made very, very generous offers. But I will say that when it comes to negotiation, whether through mediation, through lawyers, or through the parties directly, that it's usually the female partner, if it's a heterosexual relationship, that says, I'm willing to give up X in the hope that that will begin to lead towards a settlement. The second divorce truth, if you will, that I often see is that people who try to rush through the process often fail. And the reason is, is because divorce is just that. It's a process. It's a marathon, not a sprint. And there are several steps that you need to take. And in most states, there is waiting periods between those steps So you actually have to take your time. It doesn't mean you can't do it in a relatively quick amount of time, but you can't do it overnight and you shouldn't do it in one to two days. It took how many years to get to where you are today? So to expect that you're going to unravel or unwind all of those years and all the financial stuff that goes into it overnight is just not a reasonable expectation. You tend to rush your soon-to-be ex-spouse and that never feels good either. 
So to have the most productive divorce possible, you definitely want to keep it moving along, but you just shouldn't expect that it will happen overnight. So another divorce truth, truth, excuse me, that I have learned is that mediation is only successful, it only works if both parties come to the table in good faith and with the desire to stay out of court. So that doesn't mean that you can't have differing positions. It doesn't mean that there can't be arguments about the value of certain assets or what is reasonable to be paid as spousal support or child support. But what it does mean is that there are some ground rules that the two of you are willing to follow. And usually, but not always, my clients are able to tell within the first or second meeting whether or not mediation is going to be ultimately successful. Now, we don't always trust our gut. Sometimes we continue to mediate even if our ex is being completely unreasonable or hiding assets or whatever it might be. But usually, my clients will say when they look back on the process, they knew by their first or second session whether or not they were going to see progress and ultimately a settlement that both of them could live with. And this brings me to the next divorce truth, which is that being transparent with your finances is not only the law, but it usually leads to settlement quicker. And I know that's really hard for a lot of people. Some people will say to me, look at, I just got a raise and that has nothing to do with the marital standard of living. And I don't want to share that information because I'm worried that my spouse might use it against me. Or I got this inheritance and I know that for the most part, the law says I get to keep that inheritance. It's mine. So why should I share that amount? Well, the bottom line is this, you have to share everything. You have to be open and transparent about your finances. It doesn't mean that because you have now disclosed it, your spouse is going to receive it. It simply means that you follow the law, that you respect your spouse enough to negotiate in good faith. And when two people are doing that, are being transparent and are being honest, It oftentimes leads to a quicker settlement and a more practical settlement, one with terms that both spouses can live with, right? It's not going to be perfect, but it doesn't have to be a zero-sum game. Now, this divorce truth is really a good explanation for why I designed Hello Divorce the way I did. And that is there is usually a doer spouse, meaning one spouse who's willing to shoulder most of the divorce procedural stuff, like creating the forms and making sure they're served properly and filed with the court. That person, ironically, is not necessarily the spouse who wanted the divorce, but it's usually the spouse who handled most of the day-to-day household administration type stuff, like budgeting or paying bills or making sure that the kids are signed up and registered with school, that kind of thing. 
And because there's usually a doer spouse, that's why I designed the hello divorce process where both spouses can cooperate, they can collaborate, and everything can be transparent, but there's really one spouse who leads the charge so that the divorce, assuming both parties want to move forward, is not held up because one party still needs to submit some form or sign the other. Now, in some states, we do need to have both parties do some of the forms. And if that's the case, that's fine. But there's still one spouse who's kind of leading the charge and moving everything forward. Now, this is one of my favorite divorce truths. So we've been conditioned to believe that to get divorced in a way where you're not totally screwed over, you need a divorce lawyer, and that's about it. There aren't really any other professionals that you need to have a successful divorce. And I strongly disagree with that statement, and I disagree with it because I've actually seen how often other professionals related to the divorce profession are able to help people in a real meaningful way, often a lot cheaper than divorce lawyers. So as an example, a certified divorce financial planner can help you, number one, marshal all the assets and income in the estate, explain maybe some of the assets that are tricky, like unvested stock options or a different type of retirement benefit, but they can also help to determine how either you or both of you can settle in a way that maximizes the income and assets that go to both of you and lessens the tax burden to the extent possible. So these certified divorce financial analysts, sometimes called CDFAs, sometimes work as a advocate for one party, or they can actually work as a neutral and help mediate any financial disputes that arise between you. Similarly, a co-parenting counselor can work with one of you or both of you. They can help to mediate any co-parenting issues that come up and help you to determine a great shared parenting schedule that is practical for both you and the kids. There's also divorce coaches who are not legal, although they have a lot of familiarity with the legal process and know a lot of divorce lawyers, but they're specifically there to help you emotionally navigate the divorce process and come out the best way that you can so that you're ready to embark on that next chapter. They help you to manage the anxiety that comes up around the divorce process and help you Refind yourself and be prepared to embark on that next chapter. So it really depends as to what other professionals you might need or want. If it's a very complex, contested case, sure, you absolutely want a lawyer. If not, and you're simply in that negotiation process, you might want to consider using some of these other tangential professionals to help you and or your spouse move through the process as successfully as possible. And then finally, there is a divorce truth that says, or that I, I have said, 
that not all DIY services are created equal. So I think there's a lot of DIY services out there that hand you the correct forms that you need to fill out, but then send you on your way. Or they help you to fill out those forms, but again, send you on your way. And when you are looking for a DIY service, what you want to make sure you are doing is that you're finding a service that can help even if things get a little messy, even if things get a little complicated. So that's what I love most about the Hello Divorce process is you pay only for what you need when you need it. You can use our DIY form generating software, but that might not be enough. If you want us to file and serve your forms or coordinate with your ex, or you want us to provide legal advice or help mediate a dispute, we have your back and we can certainly help with that. So this is not to say that other DIY services are terrible. There are some great ones out there, I'm sure. But when you're evaluating what legal service will fit your needs best, I want you to think about that. Is there a possibility that I might need help calculating support? Is there a possibility that I might like some extra help filing or handling the procedural stuff? And if so then Hello Divorce might be a really good fit for you. And if not, we're absolutely available to help you find the best resource for yourself. So just as a couple quick examples, if you're looking for a divorce professional in a state that we are not in, you can head over to Divorceify and they have a fabulous network. If you are looking for a lawyer who does limited scope services, meaning you don't want to hire one for full representation, but you have a hearing and you need a lawyer to represent you, you can turn to Court Buddy. So there are lots of resources. Many of them are listed in our Hello Divorce blog. They're in other content on our website. But if you're searching and you haven't found what it is you need, you are welcome to email us at hello at hellodivorce.com and let us know what you need and hopefully we will be able to direct you to what it is that you need. So thanks for joining me today and I will be back for another episode soon.